Arizona, Arizona, Arizona Sports. Burns and Gambo talk with a decision maker from the Coyotes front office. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Normally we talk Coyotes hockey with one of their front office types on Thursday, but we uh, rearranged some things this week, and for that we are grateful to their general manager, Bill Armstrong. He joins us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. How are you doing today, Bill? I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing? Let, let's talk some goaltending. You ready? I'm not talking uh, Rosie Vachon <laughs> and Billy Smith and Bernie yeah. Perrant. Uh, let, let's talk some Coyotes goaltending. Tell me a little bit about yeah. about Connor Ingram. You guys have done a great job of identifying goaltending, developing goaltending. That performance the other day was uh, was was really special. Tell me what the ceiling is for Connor Ingram. It's, it, it, well, first of all, let's, let's, do, let's go through some of their numbers. So, so um, they've been doing basically uh, the new wave analytics you know, for goaltenders, you know, to get away from, you know, save percentage and goals against. And it, uh, it's a formula that they use. And he tracked in the best goaltender performance by any goaltender in the NHL in the last seven years for that performance. That's, that's how good he was in that game. Probably the best goaltending performance I've seen. And the goal that he let in in the shootout, he actually stopped it with his shoulder and jumped up in the air and went behind him. Uh, but just a remarkable performance. Uh, I, I guess, you know, when you when you look at goals, goals, goalies are really tough, you know. You never know the full potential sometimes. Sometimes they surprise you uh, or underwhelm you. Uh, but with Connor. He's always had talent going way back to his junior years. Um, and everybody's seen the talent. It's taken a while to come out, and it's almost like right around that age of 25, which he is. And, and now he's starting to dig in. He's, he's, he's really worked hard since he's been here to lose weight, uh, get into it. And our goaltender coach, Corey Schwab, has done an unbelievable uh, job with him just to get him to uh, to a new level. Yeah, I remember Corey with the uh, with the Devils as a player, and I'll talk about him in a second. But I just want to go back. Like you, you, you identified him. You, you claimed him off of waivers from Nashville. What was it at that point that you know? Uh, did you did you ha- did you feel like he could reach this potential when you claimed him off waivers? Well, yeah, I mean, we did. I mean, you, you, you said it right. We, we go through it pretty hard because we, we just gutted our goaltending. And we had good goaltenders, you know, from Ranta, you know, from Hill um, to Kemper um, and also Wedgwood. We, we moved them all along. Um, so we, we really had to dig deep and we were uh, we hunted for Vegmalka. We got him. And then, you know, we hunt every year on waivers to see what we can do. And he was our guy. We just waited for him to come up. And we, you know, we kind of timed it because we knew that. Um, they, they had to make a decision on a goaltender in Nashville, and we knew he could he could have a chance to be special. Um, and so, you know, our goaltending department's done a nice job on that. In, in looking at your games past, and just looking at the schedule over the last month, over the last two, it's got an every other game kind of feel to it when you're talking about Ingram or Veg. Is, is that kind of the plan the rest of the season for you, or do you feel like you'll, you'll go more with one one down the stretch the rest of the way? No, I, I think they'll spread the, the workload. We're, it's going to be a busy uh, last half of the, of the year. and uh, it's it's So I, I think for us, you know, once you get into that, you know, it's good to alternate your goaltenders. It avoids injury, and it, and it gives them a chance to kind of get refreshed and get in the net and give great performances. So um, we'll look to do that unless something changes uh, along the way. But for the most part, they'll get equal workload, and they've both really responded. 
Bill Armstrong, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Since you brought it up, I'm curious. I don't think I've ever asked you this before. Are you more traditional based when it comes to your scouting and the work you, you do, or do you lean on the analytics since you referenced them a moment ago? Uh, I'm a big information guy. Uh, I've never bought into one source, uh, not just your eyes. You got to check the stats and you got to do the research behind the scenes. And, you know, it's every form of, uh, you know, it's, it's also the psych doctors that give you information on what type of personalities are in their head. And, I, and I, we never lean towards one too much, but we take all that information and use it to make the best decision possible. So I've never really bought into the field like it's all analytical based. It's, you know, it's not. It's, it's scouting based. It's it's the information you acquire. Um, you know, the work ethic that they have. You have to find out all that kind of stuff. So, I'm a big believer in information and processing that the right way. Now that you've got two goaltenders, uh, obviously Vishmelka is a a number one and, and Ingram, but obviously the potential to be a number one with the job that Corey's done and your your, your scouting department identifying him. I would imagine you're going to get calls, and you know we could talk about Jacob Chikrin, but I imagine you're going to get calls on goaltending too. So, you know, how do you when you've got two guys that are potential number ones? I mean, you, you know, it's wise to move one of them. Is it is this something? Do you, do you expect that you'll field a lot of calls on on your goaltenders? Well, I, I think you do because I, I think last year at this time we did on Wedgwood too. I mean, there's always people looking for goaltending. You know, goaltending helps keep a GM young because if you have good goaltending, you sleep well at night. Like if you look at Lou Lamorello, he's like 108 and he looks like 60 because he had Marty Berger yeah. for 20 years. Lou went to bed and Marty's got this. This is going to be, this is an easy day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, that's it's so funny. Like, <laughs> No, that's true. Let's 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 talk about the reassigning uh, Dyson Mayo to to the AHL. You guys have you've had a lot of healthy defensemen. You know, Tarigny's playing six or seven guys. He clearly you signed him to a three year deal, but a little bit of a step backwards this year. Tell me the decision to send him to the AHL. Well, you know, it's 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 one of those things where you've had really you know quality players come up. You know, or we pick the Balamakiak waivers, or Nemes comes into the organization or Stetcher, and you know he just had a tough start, and, and you know he never got traction up here, and we ended up putting him down in the minors, and uh, he, he played well when he was in, and he's got to look for that opportunity again to kind of get some traction up top. But you know we've you know we've also had a jump, you know Moser, and you've got you know Soderstrom has played really really well in these, in these first two games with our team this year. He's made big strides for us. So everybody, that talent level keeps rising in Valamaki is, you know, he's playing for us of 23 minutes a night in there now, and his game is taken to a new level too. So, you know, obviously there's a challenge in there. There's competition for a job, and, you know, Dice got off to a slow start, and uh, he hasn't got a lot of traction, but he's played better in the minors, and he's, he keeps coming, and he'll get another opportunity in, this, you know, the last half of the season to come up and show what he can do again. Bill Armstrong, our guest on the Burns and Gambo show, the Coyotes general manager for his weekly visit here on Burns and Gambo. You're on a seven-game point streak right now. That's the longest for the organization since the 2015-2016 season. And, and you might be getting wow. Gus back. How? What's the? What are we looking at it for a timetable for him? Because I understand he was the morning skate a couple days ago, right? Yeah, I know he shot about a thousand bucks the other day, so he looked pretty good to me. Uh, he's gonna have a chance to go in and play against Columbus uh, when we our first home game coming back uh, after we play L.A. So he'll have a chance to come back in. I know he's chomping at the bit to get back in, too. So um, it, it's it's really healthy to have guys. You know, we've, we've got a good bunch of guys that, 
try to remind that, you know, like we are in a rebuild, but we seem to be beating teams at home and there's a little mullet magic. Um, it's just a great barn to play out of. I think our guys really enjoy it, and I think we surprised teams in there. So it's uh, it's been great uh, for our guys just to see them compete against the big teams and, and have success. You mentioned Brodeur earlier, so I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna just go with this because you know what I I remember about Corey Schwab is and and not with Tampa Bay, but I kind of remember him as a backup goalie with, with New Jersey. You know, having a guy like that as your goalie coach, who you know did get a chance to spend a few years with a guy like Martin Brodeur. How much do you think that helped? Helps him. Oh, it does. I mean, he, he, he's, a, he's a student of the game. I, I think Schwabi's greatest um, skill is that he takes a goaltender and molds him for who he is. He doesn't try to change him and make him some, somebody else. He molds him to the potential that that goaltender has within the style that he has. And um, maybe maybe learn that from Marty. I, I got a great story about Marty. I got a chance to work with him, and we were going into these meetings, and I said, Marty, I'm going to turn this over to the goal. You know, you to talk to the goal center in this meeting, and, and the kicker goal center was Jake Allen. So we get into the meeting, and I said, Marty, are you prepared to get everything? He goes, yeah. I go, you know, he didn't play very well. You, you, you talk to him in the meeting. So the meeting goes along, and, and Marty doesn't say anything. And so the meeting ends, and I go, Marty, you didn't say anything to him. He goes, ah, Army, you got to watch. You say the wrong thing to a goaltender, they can be bad for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> he should have never played in St. Louis. He should have retired a uh, devil. He should have never played for the Blues. Uh, that's really funny. Yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, spoken, like a, spoken like a true devil's fan. Yeah. Uh, glad about it. All right, Bill. Uh, we appreciate the time, as always, uh, as you guys are in Los Angeles taking on the Kings tomorrow night. We appreciate the time. Best of luck. We'll talk to you in a week or so, okay? Okay, thanks, guys. You take care.